Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome into another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Stepping into the cage today is Astros catcher Hank Conger. And Hank, I guess first of all, just thanks a lot for taking the time and taking some cuts in the cage. Oh, of course. Anytime. Pleasure to be here. All right, fans, you know how this works. You can use the hashtag chatting cage to get your questions in via Twitter or press that red button at the bottom of the screen. You can get in line and you can get on live with Hank and ask your questions that way. We're going to start on Twitter, though, Hank. And Conger Line 16 wants to know, what's the hardest pitch for you to hit? Ooh, hardest pitch for me to hit. Um, There's a... Well, it seems like a lot of pitches these days, but um, I'd say probably like a good splitter, maybe a good changeup, you know, especially if it has good arm speed on it. So that's that's probably the definitely one of the toughest pitches to hit. Very good. It's always interesting to hear which pitch guys have the most trouble with. We have a fan pretty much ready to go here on the Edward Jones chatting cage. You can get in line, ask your questions of Hank Conger. And here's the fan. If you can just tell us your name, where you're from, go ahead with your question for Hank. What's up, Hank? Uh, my name is Craig. I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure I'm like one of the only Astros fans around here. But um, uh, I was wondering what's uh, like what what it's like to be on such a young, exciting like the Astros. They're obviously been real successful this year. I wonder what how that how that's like. Yeah, it's it's been awesome. I mean, just the chemistry in the clubhouse. I mean, you would think with younger guys and you know a mix of everybody, but uh, everyone's blended well together and. Uh, you know, for me, it's a great treat to come out every day and watch this Carlos Correa guy, you know, come on the field and just do what he's doing every single day. So it's a, it's a good group of guys. I think everyone kind of knows their roles. And, uh, you know, we've been playing great. So it's been fun. It's been exciting. And, uh, you know, hopefully carry it throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I think early in the season, everybody thought, oh, the Astros, what a great story, all these young guys, and they're playing well. But now you guys have proven that mm-hmm. you're in it for the long haul, I think, and people have certainly taken notice. We're going to go back to Twitter now, Hank, and Hank the Tank wants to know, I know you're a Big Brother fan. <laughs> How do you think you do on the show? Ooh, great question, because that's, uh, that's one of my uh, favorite shows to watch. I don't know. I don't know how I would play it. I don't know if I would be a floater or... Um, you know, try to make some serious moves. I think I'd probably try to make some serious moves, be that friendly guy. But, um, you know, in the end, I see a lot of these guys and they're, they're trying to be straight up and, you know, forward to each other. But it's big brother. You got to you got to play kind of a twisted game. So, uh, you know, I'd, pr- I'd try to be a little sneaky here and there and try to make some big moves. Excellent. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Hank Conger joining us today. You can get in line, press that red button at the bottom of your screen. You can join the show, and we have a fan joining the show right now. If you can just tell us your name, where you're from, and go ahead with your question for Hank. Hi, Hank. My name is Hank, from, and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, I grew up in Salt Lake and got to watch you play in uh, quite a few games with the Salt Lake Bees. And now you're sitting in a postseason run. So I wonder, what's your favorite memory from the minor leagues? That's a, yeah, it's, um, I'll tell you what, Salt Lake, obviously you don't want to get sent back down to the minors, uh, you know, when you're up in the big leagues. But Salt Lake was possibly one of my favorite cities to to play in. Uh, It's it's one of the most beautiful fields out there. It has a gorgeous backdrop when you're looking out in center. You see the mountains, the snow covering everything. So it's, um, that was definitely one of my favorite memories. I think another favorite memory for me was, I think my first year of a professional pro ball was playing out in Cedar Rapids. And, uh, you know, for me, 
coming out of high school, just being being on my own and playing baseball every single day, uh, getting to experience new friendships, a new city. I think that was uh, one of the most memorable experiences for me as far as, you know, the minor leagues. Hank, we're going to go back to Twitter now, and obviously one of the big reasons the Astros have been so successful this year has been the great pitching that you guys have gotten. And Astro Not wants to know, who's the pitcher on your team that you'd least like to face? Ooh, uh, th there's a lot of them. I, I always joke around with Gregerson and tell him I'm 0 for lifetime, I think, against them, you know, with that nasty slider. Um, I don't know. I mean, probably, I mean, probably Dallas. You know, he, you know, you step in the box and, you know, obviously you look to the side and you're like, you know, it doesn't look overpowering, but next thing you know, you step in the box and that ball is moving everywhere. It's sinking. And then, uh, you know, four at bats later, you know, you got four ground ball outs and you're kind of walking to the dugout, just shaking your head. So, um, but there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of guys on our team that's really stepped up. Uh, I think our pitching has been outstanding. So uh, there's a lot of guys on my team that I probably wouldn't want to face. Yeah, and I realize that's a tough question for you you to answer. You got to catch these guys as well. So certainly got to stay on the good <laughs> the good side of all these pitchers on the Astros for sure. We have a fan getting always, ready to go always. again here, Hank, to ask a question. Fan, if you can just tell us your name, where you're from, go ahead with your question. Hi, Hank. I'm Ronnie Janneman from Big Spring, Texas, and uh, my question is. Why are the Astros so good at coming from behind and winning games in the last inning? Yeah, for us, um, you know, obviously our bullpen sets the tone. I mean, for them to just come in there, keep putting up zeros day after day, and really keeping us in the ball game, I think is a huge part. I think for us as hitters, uh, you know, on a psychological standpoint, just knowing that, you know, just as long as our bullpen, our pitching keeps us within one or two runs that we can strike any time. So I think that gives us confidence. And then obviously you look at our lineup, we got a lot of ton of uh, power hitters, guys who hit home runs. So for us, we just know that we can strike any time. And I think that gives us confidence. It gives us a good edge going towards those later innings. Yeah, you guys have shown all year long that you're never out of a ball game. All right, Hank, right now it's time for our EDJ question of the day. Today's question is, you did the nay-nay on intentional talk a few months ago, so what's <laughs> what's the next big dance move? I'll tell you what, I think I'm practicing on trying to hit the quan, but uh, there's there's a couple. I mean, I, for me, reading the newspaper is like watching vines on my Twitter, so, uh, you know, I'm always trying to watch out what the next dance moves are, but... Um, I like to dance, I like to have fun, so it's uh, always on the lookout. And I know you do some DJ work as well, so I'm sure that all comes together for you when you're, uh, when you're doing <laughs> a little bit of that as well. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Hank Conger taking some time out to take some cuts in the cage with us today. We have another fan getting ready to go here on the cage, and here's the fan joining us. If you can just tell us your name, where you're from, go ahead with your question. Hey, my name is Dan from uh, Friendsville. And I just want to know, uh, what would you be doing if you didn't wind up being a ball player? Wow. Uh, I think I ask myself this question every day that I probably go 0 for 4. Um, I don't know. There was, there was a lot of things. Coming out of high school, obviously, uh, you know, I didn't get to have a chance to go to college. I think I would definitely go back to school. Uh, one of my passions, I guess, is just uh, physical therapy. I don't know why that kind of stri strikes me. Uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, I think I really like to understand the body, you know, the fascial tracks, everything, and, you know, how the body moves. So, I mean, that that's probably one of them. Um, I don't know, maybe a male dancer. I, I, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's endless possibilities. 
Well, you've shown you can do the nene, so you're, you're on your way there. And obviously, the <laughs> physical therapy makes sense with, with being a professional athlete. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go back to Twitter now, Hank. And uh, Daily Stroh wants to know, what's the most memorable home run of your career? Not just pro. You can go back all the way to Little League if you want it. Ooh, pro. Okay. Oh, man. Um, there, was, there was one where... Um, I don't know. I think for some reason the Little League ones always get me. Obviously, my first uh, career homer in the big leagues was very memorable. My first Grand Slam not recently was also memorable. But, um, you know, I think just me as a 12-year-old, uh, you know, we had we were one game away from the Little League World Series, and obviously you're seeing these, these kids playing in the World Series right now, so it brings up good memories. I think, you know, all the home runs I hit in Little League, and especially my 12-year-old year, was uh, very memorable because – you know, I know my parents always celebrated. We, we got dinner. Um, you know, it's just it's just one of those good feelings. But hitting a home run, uh, you know, the feeling never gets old. Very cool. All right, we're going to stick with Twitter. And on Fires 54, obviously a fan of your teammate that threw a no-hitter last week, on Fires 54 Ooh. wants to know, who did you idolize most when you were growing up? The guy I idolized was, I mean, I grew up in uh, – Federal Washington. I was born there up until I moved down to Huntington Beach. But uh, Ken Griffey Jr., you know, the Seattle Mariners, he was he was everyone's guy. You know, he had that sweet stroke. He was, you know, the face of baseball, uh, kind of that lovable guy. So I enjoyed watching him. Uh, one of the biggest idols I also grew up was uh, just Channel Park. And, you know, being a, being a Korean myself, just seeing him kind of come through the big leagues and really just opening – Opening the world of you know to young Korean Korean baseball players out there, you know, knowing that a guy's made it to the big leagues and you know he's really paved the way was definitely one of uh, you know the cooler guys I looked up to and uh, really respected. Hank, obviously you're with the Astros right now. Before that, though, you played with the Angels, so you're you're in tune with the AL West for sure. And Houston kid wants to know <laughs> what's the toughest thing about competing in that division. Wow, I mean, you look at the you look at the division right now, and it's um, you know it, it's up for grabs. And I obviously know it's a, it's a tough division, and we're gonna probably be battling till the very last day of the season. Um, you know, obviously, you no, know, you play in your division, you play the teams a lot more. So I think scouting reports and and really getting to know the opposing teams is is even more important than you know playing any other any other team outside your division. So um, you know, it's gonna be a dogfight. You know, this September we're gonna be playing almost you know our whole division in that month so it's going to be a it's going to be a good true test to us and we're looking forward to that challenge yeah it should be a great race down the stretch in that al west we're sticking with twitter here hank and david link wants to know he says so hank i see you got your haircut fixed what's the story behind that Ooh. oh my gosh uh yeah uh, gomi decided to post up a video so what happened was we're at home uh, you know, I had this like had this hard part right here, and I wanted to try to keep it fresh. And out of all people, I might have had Qualls try to get in there and try to clean up that line. And uh, you know, I told him to try to get deep in there, and he just thought I was going wide. So next thing you know, it looked like the Grand Canyon. Uh, had to grow it out a little bit, and then uh, get it touched up by you know our, our regular barber. But now it's it's back on point. I'm sure it was good for team camaraderie, if nothing else, right? Oh, man, I felt like a rookie, you know, in the NFL or something at one point. 
<laughs> Excellent. All right, we're going to stick with Twitter here. And uh, Biggio's Boys wants to know, what career accomplishment are you most proud of? Uh, I think, um, you know, I, I look over to, you know, from when even when I was younger, from when I was 12, high school, pro ball, big leagues, everything. Um, I think I'm I think I'm most proud of just the consistency and the hard work that I've put out throughout all those years. I mean, I was that type of guy. Obviously, I, I you know, I got pretty good grades, but I was that kid when I was 12, 13 years old. I put all my eggs in one basket. I told everybody I wanted to become a professional baseball player. Had some ups and downs. Uh, you know, puberty kind of does that to you. You know, everyone's kind of getting bigger. But, um, you know, and then obviously getting drafted at high school. And uh, I think the biggest thing from there is people don't understand is that once you get drafted, it, it just, that's really starts your career. It's, it's not the ending point. It's not, you know, you know where you where you want to end up and so you got to keep fighting you got to keep working to get to the top and the best advice i got from my dad was you know it's it's easy to try to get to the top try to get to the big leagues but uh you know it's even harder to stay there and to stay at the top and succeed so you know even till this day i'm still i'm still grinding i'm still working hard i want to become uh, you know a better ball player than yesterday and uh i'm going to keep working hard hard at it yeah, you mentioned draft day being the beginning. You were a first-round pick, and I think that's true in baseball more than any other sport, that you're just really starting out. you got to put in the time on the bus and the minors before you get to the big leagues. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, your chance to get some face time with some of your favorite players. Hank Conger stepping into the cage today. We have some fans getting ready to talk to Hank. Fan, if you just tell us your name, where you're from, and go ahead with your question. Hey, Hank, I'm Clark. I'm a little Astros fan. I'm from New Jersey. I was just wondering, is it more difficult being a catcher to hit competitively, having such an important defensive role, calling pitches and doing your role in the game? Ooh, uh, yeah, catching catching is a grind. Um, you know, at the same time, I don't like to make excuses as far as the hitting side. But, you know, catchers every day, we're in our legs. Um, you know, I think more more so than the physical grind and uh you know the wear and tear the mental grind is is just as tough you know i know me and jason you know we uh you know i, I truly believe we give our best and we, we look in we try to find our scouting reports we go in there we try to find the best matchups and um you know we work hard we try to make sure that we're on the same page with our pitchers because as catchers in the big leagues that's our main focus making sure our pitchers feel comfortable making sure that they're making the right pitches and the best pitches they can and, um, you know, at the end of the day, if as a catcher, if you're not mentally exhausted, you know, you, you haven't done your job. So for me, it's, uh, it's definitely a good grind, but it, it's, it's a challenge that I love. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be any happier in the position I'm at right now. Hank, we are out of time, but thank you so much for stepping into the chatting cage today. Oh, of course. Appreciate it. Always glad to be here. That does it for another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Tune in again next time.